0: And welcome to another episode of Hadley's Books, where today I'm going to discuss with you um, my latest book that I read called The Reasons to uh, Reasons to Stay Alive by Matt, Matt Haig. And Matt Haig also wrote a uh, fiction book that I read um, called The Midnight Library, and I fell in love with that book, so I figured uh, to give his non-fiction books try and this book um, had gotten a lot of good reviews and a lot of positive uh, feedback so I figured to give this one a shot and um, first I'm going to give you a little like um, background on the story and then I'm going to tell you um, not just my favorite parts but as well as um, how I personally connect with this book as well, um, so, here we go, uh, Reasons to Stay Alive by Matt Haig is a powerful and insightful story about his journey living with anxiety and depression, starting with his first panic attack on a trip with his girlfriend to finding his way through to the other side. He teaches us that most people never truly get rid of their depression and anxiety, Um, and it is certainly not the same for everyone as well. Uh, people have their good days and bad days, but most importantly is finding a way and finding things that are worth fighting for and worth waking up for every day. Um, hence, uh, the purpose of the title of this book called Reasons to Stay Alive. Um, he talks about, um, during his darkest times, um, how he turned to books as a sense of comfort he talks about how there are times when he didn't want to get out of bed but he used books as a way to experience life uh from another point of view and he uh there are some powerful quotes in the book um like how all the books um in the world add up to the sum of humanity and i in like how there's this cliche about uh, people with depression and anxiety that they are lonely people uh, but without books he like books were his way of being less lonely um during that was his way like books were his way of getting out of um, that lonely loneliness and I couldn't agree with you couldn't agree with him more on that um, you know and then um, he just talks about you know the ups and downs of of living with it and there was a section in his book um, called reasons to stay alive and he asked uh, his followers on Instagram and social media platforms to use the hashtag reasons to stay alive and put what what their reasons were um, to stay alive, what their reasons were for getting up each morning. And he read some of them, and they were quite um, quite remarkable, like quite insightful and like memorable. And um, after this quick break, I want to um, really dive into what I personally connected to in this book, um, what really what I got out of this book, um, and tell you a little bit more about my story uh, as well. So, uh, yeah, so after the short break, uh, I'll be right back. And welcome back. Um, so now I want to tell you a little bit about how I connected Uh, with this book, and what I got out of this book, um, now, when, like, I grew up as the youngest out of seven children, the youngest out of five girls, uh, for my, you know, the four sisters that I had growing up, um, my four sisters were very driven individuals, very smart, intelligent, driven women, um, that even though they might not have known like their career paths they knew from a very young age they wanted to go into careers of helping people um and turns out three of them went into the medical field and one of them went into law um and they're all helping people doing what they wanted to do um but growing up in a household of being the youngest out of five girls having that as role models they i never really got that pressure put on me from them or, or from my parents per se but i entirely put that pressure on myself uh to work hard to get straight a like to get a's and b's and um you know they were top of the class i tried to reach that limit too um I tried to reach any milestone that I could to match theirs um, and to, you know, kind of just try to follow in their footsteps as much as possible. And when I got to eighth grade and I realized that the public school in our town wasn't going to give me what I needed to succeed, wasn't going to help me in the process of succeeding the way that I needed it. I went to a vocational high school, the local vocational high school, and I succeeded immensely. Um, You know, and it also gave me a chance to, like, create my own name as well. Uh, Growing up in a small town with a large family, everybody knew me and everybody expected, like, the teachers expected me to be. Um, following in my sister's footsteps and everything. And so necess- I, it put the pressure on me more uh, when I was younger to do that. But as well as like, so when I picked uh, the vocational high school, it was giving me a chance to kind of create my own name. Even though my brother went there, even though like teachers knew that we were related, it still gave me the opportunity to create my own name. I appreciated that so much, um, and during my time in high school, I m- majored or studied business. Um, and I remember, you know, growing up, I would have arguments with my, you know, dad and my sisters about math all the time. Dinner table, late night, doing math homework, and I would all always automatically burst into tears and I had made a promise to myself, made a promise to them, that I would never pick a career in math if my life depended on it. I, at that time, I loved journalism, I loved reading, and I loved writing. So I was like, I'm going to pick a career in those, whether it's becoming an author, whether it's becoming a journalist, whether it's, you know, whatever, I'm not going to pick a career in math. Fast forward, a sophomore year in high school, I was sitting in accounting class, and I was like, "I like accounting. Maybe, maybe accounting would be a good career." Went home, told my parents, "There are such things as phases in life. You grow out of them." Apparently, they don't. They didn't question when I asked, when I told them that I liked accounting. And that, was, that just became my career path after that. Weird. Uh, if you ask me, because everything else, I was like, sh- like... I shortly grew out of that phase, but it was still going to be my career. Um, I grew out of that phase as soon as I graduated high school. Um, which, by the way, coming out of a class out of around 600 people... 600-plus people in my graduating class, or between 500 and 600 people in my graduating class. My goal was to make the top 100. I made the top 100. That was, the, that was my goal in life at that time, and I made it, succeeded. I was happy. Uh, by the time I reached graduation in high school, I had a good job through school. Uh, I got a co-op job through through the school uh, working in a local lumberyard in like the office and i fell in love with it i loved it um i started out as a business as a, a purchasing assistant and I quickly learned the accounting and the ins and outs of the whole business uh cycle and the whole business like there and i loved it um so i was gonna, gonna continue on with that but generally i was burnt out i did not want to immediately go to school i was tired um, i just needed a break but that wasn't you know what you did in life you went straight off to college so i went to a local um local uh, community college and about halfway through my first year i wanted to give up i hated it hated my court like career choice, I hated like just everything about it. The long, the long days, um, the amount of homework like I was just tired, burnt out. I was working, still like I I was done. I needed a break. Um, halfway through college, like I became like a full time employee, and I was like literally working. It felt like working two jobs, uh, one job, my actual nine-to-five job was feeding into my school, like, because I was using the money that I was earning at my nine-to-five job to pay off school as I was going to school, and I hated that aspect of it, um, and it was like working two jobs, because even if you were going to school part-time, it felt like a full-time job. Uh, on top of my already full time job. And I was done. Burnt out, exhausted. Honestly, that was a pretty low point in college. Like, I hated it so much. The only reason, the only reason why, like, I made it through was because uh, my first niece was born during that time. And shortly after, she came to live with us. And she was the only reason why i made it through why i pushed myself to make it through because i suddenly had like i grew up being the youngest i had looked up to so many people growing up now i finally had someone that looked up to me as a role model so i needed to push myself through so i graduated um with um, much thanks to to that little girl, Nora, um, and sh- um, and then after graduation, I was I was like, oh, need to get into you know the career path, my career, and even though I loved my job that I was at. Loved the people they became my second family really truly became my second family i just didn't see my career staying there uh because i was just stuck i had learned all that i was gonna learn there at the time no one was grad. no one was leaving no one was retiring in a position that I- that i wanted so i i was like i need to get into a career path where i can start from the bottom and work my way up because to me Success at that point in my life was measured by climbing up the totem pole, like the corporate ladder. Obviously now I learned that success is not just that. Success in life was not just climbing up the corporate ladder, but at that time it definitely was to me. So of course the only reasonable thing that I could think of, if though no, I hated the industry, hated the career choice of, that I made, I still wound up going into banking. Um, shortly after becoming a, and like the career path in banking is, you know, if you start at the bottom, you start as a teller, and then you work your way up. So I started as a teller. I shortly realized that my anxiety got a lot worse during that time. During that time of becoming a teller because you're literally handling people's cash and money right in front of them. And cash and money and mathematics were not my go-to. So, I loved the interaction part of it. I loved our members. Our members are, like, awesome. Especially because in the branch that I was working at at the time, they came in every day, so it's like I had you know formed uh, bonds with these people and everything, and they were great people. Loved it. The job itself was stressful. Like I, I did not like like the job because the job was stressful, um, anxiety driven to the max, and like. You're literally going home, um, you had a stressful day at work, go home and read about bank robberies and mass shootings and everything, and you're sitting, then you go in the next day and you realize, you're on the front lines of handling people's money, and you don't think that a person doesn't develop normal anxiety, because of that, like, it's insane. So then, shortly after uh, becoming a full-time teller, quarantine hit during that time I was actually able uh, to take some time off of work because I was considered high risk so I read during those four month period that we were in shutdown I read 25 books and spent some time with my niece and uh, and then my other niece was born already at that time as well and so I had both my nieces and like spending time with them talking to them every day um reading books I was really able to just distress and um I realized I got to thinking and realized like what do I want as a career really like what is my true passion and I already had this blog talking about and reviewing books and i figured why not start a part podcast because um like that is like something i would really enjoy because um i can talk about books but as well as other things like current events and entertainment news and everything like that so that's also became like a passion of mine was this podcast and everything um and building up this podcast, and planning this podcast, and I want to do so much more with this podcast, and I'm planning on doing so much more. Uh, I want, you know, 2022 to be, like, a nice restart um to it, and so anyway, so that's when I started this podcast, was during quarantine, and then I, um, after I got back to work, um. I was given an opportunity to go work in loan servicing and it was a nice detox uh like a nice re- a nice i don't know refresh or restart um and i like it definitely uh the anxiety of handling people's money right in front of them was gone there's still some anxiety handling um People's finances in general, but like it's less. It's definitely less. My anxiety went down like five notches uh, from being a teller to, to working in loan servicing, and um, I like it because it's like the office work and um, it's computer work and it's more like I don't know common sense stuff a little bit and behind the scenes of finances. And loans and everything like that, which I kind of like, like, and I find it more interesting, more interesting than just numbers. It's a lot less numbers and a lot more. I don't know. Um, I don't know servicing of loans, I guess, and like learning the different uh, types of loans and what goes into um the different parts of loans and everything like that. I don't know. I find it interesting, but it definitely wasn't, still isn't like my career of choice. Um, but it's, it's, I am in a better position uh, than I was in. And then, like going into loan servicing, I was. Um, but then, work got like ten times more stressful. Um, I work better when there's proper structure to everyday life and like i need structure and my job right now is chaotic there's no structure and so like the anxiety comes and goes um and the only reason why i don't literally say i quit because i literally want to do that every day I want to go in there and say I quit and leave and do what I want to do. Um, The only reason why I don't is because of my nieces and nephews. I want to be a role model to them. So I am going to stay in the job. Um, And, like, people say, you know, you shouldn't have to go to a job where you're, like, you know, you don't want to wake up to every day and be happy going to, and, like, you shouldn't have to do that, but, like, sometimes you have to, like, get through the hard times to, to see the uh, brighter side of things, and I'm working towards the brighter side of things. I want to build this podcast. I want to grow um, Hadley Books to where I want it to be, Um I want to inspire people. As much as possible. I want to make people laugh. I want to make people smile. Um, and so that's what I want to do. With this podcast. And I want to grow this podcast. To where I don't have to. Go to. A stupid 9 to 5 job every day. Um, that stupid 9 to 5 job. That I. Particularly hate. But like. And another reason why. like I stay at the job that I'm in. Is because. I love the people, like, I love my coworkers. My coworkers are great, great people. I love, um, you know, saying good morning to them every day. Like, I think the people that you surround yourself with are important, um, and just as important as the job that you were doing. Um, but also like, being happy, you should be happy doing the job that you were doing as well um not just the people that's around you doing your job. Not just your coworkers. But as well as the job that you're doing. So I'm still trying to find that. Um I wanna build, you know, this podcast up to, you know, I don't know, something more, um, and actually be happy doing what I'm doing um in life. But like I appreciate the people that I work with every day and the people that I work with every day is the reason why. I get out of bed every day, and um, like I want to find a job where like I can connect with people and hear their stories because I love people and I think that there, there are far more better people in this world than there are bad people, and you know, the good people in this world are the reason why. I stay alive and hearing people's stories and um, meeting new people and putting smiles on people's faces and waking up every day and seeing a smile on my baby nephew's face every day before I head off to work, kissing my niece on the forehead and telling her to have a good day at school before I go off to work and even though no matter how hard I want to turn around that car turn that car around and go to Maine for the day instead of going to downtown Lowell for the day it is because of my co-workers um, and because of my nieces and nephews and because of my family and I hate my like, I hate the physical like, job I find it some parts are interesting but I just I find it boring as well. Like, it just doesn't excite me as much as, um, let's say, like, any other, like, journalism or whatever it may be. I don't mind it. Uh, it's just, you know, not, not the career of my choice, and that's fine. Um, but, anyway, um, uh, you know, those are my reasons to, you know, stay alive, and I think everybody, um... Should you know read this book to get some sp- get some perspective in life, um, as well, and maybe find their reason to get up every day. Maybe reevaluate their lives a little bit, um, as well, and to see what makes them happy in life, uh, as well. And I think that. You know this book really helped me reevaluate everything and make me realize that you know my job may not be as bad as i think it might be hard times and might be stressful at times but the people that i surround myself with are what matters um to me and that's important to me it's the people that i surround myself with even though it's stressful at times even though i want to say I quit every single day and- leave it's it's the people that i surround myself with that get me up every day and um put a smile on my face and i put a smile on their faces and that's what i consider a good day um going home and talking to my niece asking her about the day getting crazy stories um waking up every day making my nephew smile um waking up every day and Nora running downstairs and giving me a hug like that's, that's what I consider like a happy life. Um, once I find and grow this into a career, grow this podcast into a career, and build this business that I want to build with Hadley Books, um, that's when I can be truly happy in all aspects of my life but I'm fine with being happy in certain aspects of my life as well right at the moment because I truly think that it takes time to be truly happy in every aspect of your life and you're not always going to be happy in every aspect of your life, and that's fine. Um, But if you just surround yourself with people that support you and love you and give you a reason to wake up every day, then I consider that a pretty successful happy life so um th- that is my thoughts on of uh, this book uh and my personal thoughts um and i hope to make maybe two more episodes by the end of the year but as well as i'm gonna start to think about rebranding this whole thing and creating the schedule talking more about current events as well uh in 2022 so until then um Remember, the best leaders are readers, and have a great day, everyone. Love you all. Bye.